Hello, writers. I took piano lessons from the time I was five years old through my four years of undergrad college. I was expected to practice between lessons using notes I received on how to make each piece I was learning better, but that's not all. I was also expected to train my fingers and ear with scales and other repetitive exercises. I was assigned books of music theory to study. I was given stretches to do to keep my wrists and joints limber and free of pain. In other words, there were a lot of things that went into growing my skills as a pianist beyond simply refining individual pieces of music. So today, we're going to talk about some of the things that go into growing our skills as writers. Now, don't worry, I'm not going to add 10 more hours each week of expected work and make it impossible for you to achieve your goals, but we're going to look at the choices of activities that you can add into your writing practice and talk about the best ways to choose activities that will improve your writing craft while also allowing you time to do the other things that you need and want to do. Welcome to episode seven. This is the Hello Writers Podcast with me, your host, writer and story coach, Stephanie Detlefs. Together, we'll find inspiration, motivation, and practical tools to take into your writing life right now. Welcome. Hey there. Before we get started, have you subscribed to this podcast yet? If not, would you? The more subscriptions that this podcast gets, the more iTunes and the other platforms will start to move it up into people's search categories, and the more writers and want-to-be writers I can reach. Also, if you subscribe, you'll never miss an episode. Thank you so much. All right, there are a million ways to quote-unquote practice writing. The most obvious, of course, is working on a piece of writing revising it and refining it, and doing this consistently over time. It's similar to becoming a better runner by, well, going out for a run. But did you know that there are actual skill building activities that you can work on separately from your current piece of writing? Activities that are the equivalent to a runner maybe doing strength training, stretching, and uh, nutritious eating. Activities that improve the foundation from which all of your writing will come, regardless of what piece you're writing? Well, there are, and that's what we're going to talk about today. In episode six, I talked about how important reading is to developing our writing craft. Writers should have reading built into their weekly or daily routine. While you may read for entertainment, you should also be reading to study. And we'll talk about this more in a near future episode. But what I want to make sure to say today is that reading needs to be a non-negotiable element in your writing practice, whether it happens during a writing session or outside of a writing session is up to you. But make sure it's in your writing practice to read regularly. But in addition to reading, you may want to incorporate a practice such as morning pages, the activity suggested in Julia Cameron's book, The Artist's Way, which is a staple on many creative people's bookshelves. 
The idea here is to empty your mind of all the stuff that clutters your mind so that you can get to work with a clean slate. Priscilla Long, a writing teacher and author of the book, The Writer's Portable Mentor, which I highly recommend, by the way, offers a few more exercises. She suggests keeping what she calls a lexicon or a journal of words that you find exciting and or words that are specific to your topic. She also recommends a regular practice of observing what is right in front of you and capturing it in a paragraph as descriptively as possible. Natalie Goldberg, another writing teacher and author, suggests 10-minute prompted free writes daily to generate ideas and loosen the creative muscles. She provides many of the prompts like this in her multitude of books for writers. The thing is, there are a lot of possible activities to choose from, and these that I've just named are just a few of them. If you did all of the ones I just mentioned, you would likely not have time to also write whatever piece it is that you want to produce. So let's talk about how to add in writing practice activities while still allowing time for the production of the piece of writing that you want to produce, whether it's a book, blog post, or whatever. Here's what I recommend. Number one, look at how much time you have dedicated to writing in your schedule. How much of that time are you willing to spare for these additional activities? If you have four hours scheduled in your week for writing, how much of that four hours are you willing to dedicate to something other than the piece of writing that you're working on? Be very clear about that for yourself. Is it 10 minutes? Is it an hour? There is no right answer to this. The only right answer is the one that will be possible for you. Step two is to decide what skill or strategy you want to improve upon. Listen, there are so many skills that we could choose to focus on. So what is it that right now, especially considering the piece of writing that you are working on, what is it right now that you would like to improve? Is it your descriptive writing? Is it the tone? Is it your vocabulary? These are just three examples of the many, many skills available. This isn't a decision that you're making forever. You're just making it for right now, for let's say the next month or two. Step three is to choose or create an activity that intentionally builds this skill. If vocabulary is what you wanted to build, then Priscilla Long's lexicon might be just the thing. If generating new ideas is what you want to work on, then prompted free writes from Natalie Goldberg might be perfect. If there isn't a perfectly packaged activity that works for you, though, you might take one of your writing sessions and design one for yourself. Trust that you know what you need and that you can find the resources to build that skill. And then step four is to build this new practice into each writing session for the next couple of months and see how it goes. I'll bet that you'll be surprised at how a little shakeup of your routine will yield amazing results in your writing. So today's takeaway activity is sometime this week, I want you to follow those four steps that I just outlined. And I've created a handy guide to go along with this episode 
that you'll find in the show notes, which includes the authors I mentioned earlier, as well as the four steps that I just went over. And if you'd like to go deeper into this work, particularly into the idea of studying other writers and scheduling your writing practice, then I highly recommend that you grab my free workshop, Reset Your Writing Life, where we work to develop our writing craft and practice in a way that's tangible, that's doable, and that's productive. All you have to do is visit stephaniedetlefs.com slash reset, enter your email, and the workshop will come right to your inbox for you to complete at your convenience. All right, my friends, short and sweet this week. That is what I have for you. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope that you get that writing practice scheduled and come on over to the Hello Writers community to let us know what you are practicing and how you are choosing to practice it. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Hello Writers podcast. I hope you found today's episode meaningful for your writing life. I also hope that you will subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. To find out more and to join the Hello Writers community, visit stephaniedetlefs.com.